RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is going on? Guys, this is unapologetic liberal talk. Okay? <laughs> Why am I talking like this? All right. This is Tara Devlin. Welcome to, like I said, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. And I need uh, to dye my roots. I know. Okay. Uh, it's just what happens when the show start. I start seeing the feed for, I see myself. Let's put it that way. And then I start picking myself apart. So the first couple of minutes, I'm talking myself out of uh, body dysmorphic disorder, I suppose. I don't know if it's dysmorphic disorder. doesn't mean, I don't know, it's just like the old saying, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean that you're not being followed. Okay, uh, same thing, like with body dysmorphic disorder. Do I have body dysmorphic? Yes. Hold on, my headset... I don't know, because when I look in the mirror, I want to smack my parents across the face. What were you thinking? Anyway, it's all, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Like I said, my name is Tara Devlin. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. It's also us hanging out, having a conversation, and getting together to discuss how we're going to save the United States from um, fascism. This, that's the alternative. We're at the point where it's, it's democracy, or fascism. It's the Democratic Party at this point or fascism. That's how it is. I'm sorry that the Democratic Party is a um, also um, has a lot of greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age running around. There are more normal people in the Democratic Party. This is my opinion. We can discuss this, though. Maybe you guys have a different idea. I don't think that... Um, you know, a third party at this point. I know that the Democratic Party is is frustrating. It's beyond frustrating. It's why we're in this boat. It's why we're fighting fascism. But we'll get to it. All right, let me just do the plugs quickly and um, let you guys know that we're in the... I will be reading and interacting with the chat room at the YouTube feed at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. There's a few other feeds going on. We're on Rockfin. We're on um, Verdant Square Radio. And, of course, Progressive Voices. And, um, yeah, but I can only... I only have two eyes. And they can only focus on so many things at once. So go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster to join the conversation and join the chat. Meet the rest of the Tarabuster community. And I see, uh, like, Richard, thank you, Tara. I mean, Tara. <laughs> thank you, Tara. Thank you. I was reading your, I'm sorry. I was reading your text here, your tweet. I mean, whatever the hell. You wrote something on the chat. It says, Tara is crazy. That's what I was reading. <laughs> That's why I said, thank you, Tara. But I meant to say, thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Thank you. Um, another great show, Tower. Thank you so much. You, I love your optimism. <laughs> I know this this hair on the top of my head is really bothering me. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. You'll see. Next time we get together, this is going to be gone right here, I think. Ah, who cares, right? What the hell is wrong with me? All right. Um, 
Okay, whatever. What else? FYI Nation. And become a patron at patreon.com slash Devil to keep the liberal media going and growing. We're, um, we need patrons. We're losing patrons. We gain pa- Whenever we gain patrons, we lose patrons. It's, it's sort of really one step forward, two steps back sometimes. So, um, all right. If you can, become a patron. Also, join us on Discord. That's another way you can stay, stay in touch and post pictures of your pets. And this is how we get to know each other better. Okay, guys. Whew. Breathe, Devlin. Breathe. Um, okay. The, oh, oh, before I begin, last week I, we were, we had, last show, Robin was on the show, Robin Kincaid, before she went to, for, in, in, in the hospital for her gender um, confirmation surgery. Robin is doing great, I have to say. She's, I asked her if she wants to come on the show tonight. She's still not up to it, which is, no, it's not, don't read anything into that. The operation was pretty much routine, and the recovery is, there's so far as no complications, <clears throat> but as you can imagine, it's definitely, um, it's a surgery, so it hurts, and it's going to take time. Give time time. Robin is raring to go. She really is, but um, that's how it is. Our bodies sometimes need, just need to heal. So need to, what I really want Robin to do, I, when she's up to it, she's going to, She, I, you know, I have a prediction. She'll be on the show. Maybe next week. I'm thinking, who knows? I'm throwing it out there. We'll see how she feels next next week. But it really is. No. Robin has, for those who don't know what I'm talking about right now, Robin Kincaid, amazing liberal media, <laughs> real liberal me- media broadcaster, and uh, later in life, I guess, I mean, uh, after, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm over age 50, I know. Isn't that amazing? Look at me. I, I never, I, I look like I'm 14 years old. Well, at least I feel that way in my mind. But um, <laughs> 14 with a rough, well, rough life a little bit. But, uh, you know, Robin, I mean, I have to tell you, this pandemic has sucked. I'm, I'm, and we all know that. I'm not alone in that department. It's not, it's, it hasn't been easy. So, uh, but watching Robin really turned from a, uh, uh, well, she's using the metaphor of a uh, chrysalis into a butterfly. That really is. Um, why, that's what I feel like um, being, I'm privileged to, to witness, and I'm really privileged to know Robin, honestly. Um, thank you, Robin, really, for taking the leap and being, just being so absolutely uh, the power of example. That it, it that that's courage. That is courage, and to um, you know never give up. That's really what it's about. Life. This is our life. We have one life to live, and we got to make the best of it. Isn't that what we're doing here? And that's why we're progressives. See, I, I'm not a progressive because. I don't know. I mean, I'm a progressive because it, it, it's in your heart. It's in my heart. It's in my, it's in my DNA. What does it mean to be a pro- progressive? It means that 
you care about other people. I don't know. I, I don't see why that is such a freaking uh, leap for human beings. And um, yeah, we have a lot of work to do. So the thing, okay, so let, let's, I'm trying to focus a little bit, but I'm also looking at the time. Got to make sure. All right, I really, this is on Saturdays, I have to watch the clock. All right, turn on the AC, it's getting hot up in this bitch. Okay, so let's, so this is all connected because watching Robin's transition, I think about that's, that is what courage looks like. That's courage manifested. And why do we say it's courageous? Because this world is so filled with freaking conservatives that will make her life and had made somebody who was born, who was born in the wrong body. You know, okay. We now have the mechanisms we could deal with that. We can enable uh, a human being to, to live their authentic life. Isn't that what we should be doing as other human beings? Getting together and helping each other manifest our, our highest potential. Wouldn't that be amazing? But there's so much selfishness and who cares? Leaving people behind. It's, it, there is this disconnection. And that's why democracy is really, um, it is inherently human. It is wired in our DNA. And why, and that because I say this because human beings are wired for fairness. We're wired for empathy. Um, there is no, there would be no reason for us, for human beings to have the emotion of empathy where we can, where we can put ourselves in the shoes of others and feel their pain and literally break down crying from something else that's happening to somebody else. So that other, other species don't have that reaction because they don't, that's not what nature built into them to survive. But mother nature gave us these feelings so we can, we, we, so maybe we could recognize that we're all connected. And when we go against that, that's when we get in trouble, in my opinion. And when you say, okay, well, hold on a second, here comes the music. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Thanks, thanks for hanging out. So when talking about Robin's courage, and it's also heartbreaking that she has to have courage. Do you know what I mean? Why do we make it so difficult for people? It's not us. We don't make it. It's the right-wingers. Everything that Republicans, or, well, what they're called, um, conservatives, everything that conservatives bring to the table, what what are they bringing? But um, I guess, you know, I think they're, the motto is the beatings will continue until morale improves. That's really the conservative worldview. You either accept their worldview and, um, or you don't, or you shut your effing mouth about it. You know, you accept the hierarchy or you shut the F up. 
and you if you don't know your place they will put you in your place that's what Kyle Rittenhouse is about and when whenever we break through that's why what what Robin is doing and she'll say that it's not courage it's survival because you, that's what happens that's why trans people the suicide rate in the trans community is uh, is disgraceful that's kind that that's a reflection of us the world that we make and we can certainly do better so it's just horrible um to think about you know uh, i don't know kids in general you know who are growing i mean i know as a gay person growing up in this world and realizing when i was that i was gay and then the next thought was i will never ever tell anybody you know i was so afraid if anybody found out that i wouldn't be accepted that's because human beings want to be part of the community you know that's why republicans are everything they discuss everything that they that they're about is bullshit rugged individualism it's not it's selfishness and it's it's there's no rugged, rugged individual as you can see if they if only they were rugged individual just please they whatever all right if only they were all the things they purport to be you know champions of freedom and democracy then they would they would be standing in the way they would that we wouldn't have um bathroom bills in this country Who, who's going to be the the pp monitor you know because that's the thing republicans are really obsessed with people's peepees and it goes it's pathological if you guys are watching the impeachment, the American crime, crime story impeachment, and uh, I'm watching it, and uh, it just reminds me. It reminds me of that time. It reminds me that, yet again, yet another example of Republicans inflicting their PP mania on, on a country. And it was really, uh, there was a book written about the impeachment of Bill Clinton. It was called The Hunting of the President. And the author's escaping me, but that's really what it was. They were going to get him no matter what. And they used um, sex because that was his Achilles heel. The fact is, nobody gave a crap. I remember at the time, we talked about this last week. Nobody cared. You know, I mean, the only people who cared were the right-wingers who were trying to make something out of it. And when the Star Report came out... They, I mean, what, what, what started as an investigation of a land deal gone wrong, where the Clintons lost money, um, ended up uh, an affair with an intern, where Ken Starr's report was so explicit as to be um, pornographic. And they did that specifically to, to, uh, to embarrass the president, the Democrats, Period. I mean, that's it. It's all about power to them. It was never about the health of the country, the the well-being of democracy, the unity of the people. E pluribus unum? Are you kidding me? This is all about throwing a wedge into the democratic psyche 
and splitting it apart. And they and you, if you don't think uh, that's connected to what we're de- what we're dealing with today, of course it is. It's all related. If it weren't for that, I mean, so many, um, so many. When I look back, just in the past, my entire life, watching these Republicans Ill- illegitimately seize power despite receiving fewer votes and then proceed to completely alter society in a way that we don't want. They're not a majority party. They are not promoting a majority ideology. They're not, they're really about power. And that's really what, I mean, it's um, what, what's his name? Bannon. Bannon is up to. Now, Bannon, good thing, whoopee doopee, he got indicted. He was charged with uh, contempt, but he wasn't charged with inherent contempt. That's another story. This other, um, whatever charge that, it's, it's a lesser charge. I think it, they need to wait for the Justice Department to go and, uh, well, he's going to, uh, apparently, Bannon is going to, um, he's going to surrender himself on Monday. But the, it's not over. He's not surrendering. This is part of his tactic. They're going to run out the clock. And, but the other thing on the, is that Bannon loves this. He wants to be somebody who's, uh, you know, the, um, what is, well, he's going to position himself as um, someone who's being assaulted by the deep state. That's what it is. The deep state's out to get him. But here, let me, uh, I have a clip of his. Yeah, that's the one, but here. Remember, there are no whining and no tears in the war room. He's talking about his um, getting indicted, and he's, don't worry about it, guys. I'm, uh, it's no sweat since he's about to, nobody can indict you. There's no justice in a country when you're destroying it. That's, That's what these Republicans think. They're above the law, but they're not about, they're not trying to make a functioning country. They're trying to destroy democracy and install fascism that's what bannon is up to bannon is a fascist and make no mistake he can fly the red white and blue and have pictures of presidents and george washington and freedom everybody knows he's a fascist the fascists know he's a fascist they know that he is working um, on, through the uh, <laughs> the mechanisms of the body politic to destroy the country from within, he is he's a traitor. You know, Republicans love throwing that word around, traitor. Right? Everybody's a traitor to them. But no one um, explain. What are you a traitor to? A traitor to America. What does that mean? This is what we what we do on the show. You know, and we'll explain it. Uh, I'll explain it because what drives me insane and we'll play some I'll play some videos about it um, with examples is the um, is nobody like, for example, they they never um, get specific, you know, like no one pushes. They never they don't follow up. Hold on. We'll be right back. 
let me let's just play this taking one. action and that action is we're taking over school boards we're taking over the republican party for the precinct committee strategy we're taking over all the elections suck on this suck on this oh that's the fascist way suck on this america oh you thought that you were voting and the one who received the most votes wins oh no no booby the republicans are taking care of that they're gonna they they don't want you can go through the motions of voting all you want isn't that cute they're gonna count the votes trust me we will have the trappings of democracy but it will be dead and then when we try to do something about it and let's say we uh we cry foul when the republicans who have been playing their dirty tricks against our electoral system and the american people when we say they stole this effing election they receive fewer votes this is gerrymandered beyond recognition they threw out votes i wasn't allowed to vote i'm off the rolls i i, I and i've been registered here for 50 fucking years we've heard these stories this is what's going to happen. Then we start crying foul, and they'll say, oh, well, see, it will mean nothing. They know what they're doing. They are, um, because they are shameless, and this is what I, I've, I say about Trump. He's not a, a he, of course, he sucks at business. We know that he's not a businessman. He sucks. He's a, he sucks at being human. You know, but that's that's what, what's all, you know, with Trump. Um, wait, hold on. Fuck. All right. Suck on this. Well, that should be the that really should be the Republican mantra. He's he's saying the quiet part out loud. Suck on this. Yeah. Trump lost. The first time he lost in 2016, he received fewer votes. And what did the Republican Party say? Suck on this. Because, oh, he won by the rules. Well, he won by an archaic um, system that was put in place by racists to, to protect the interests of racists. No, no surprise that Trump won, quote-unquote, under those circumstances. But... Here we go. Hold on. Suck on this. But this is what Bannon's been doing. All, or, all over the world, he's traveling the world, spreading fascism. You know how the United States is supposed to, we're, we're supposed to be um, making the world safe for democracy? That's what, that's what Bannon's doing. How damaged do you have to be? You know? That's what's so sick about these Republicans. like a party of... Um, old white men in the bodies of emotionally stunted schoolyard bully adolescents that's who that's what we're dealing with and they have no they they really have no limitations there's no low too low here here's from wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute that's what happens we need, I need patrons, guys. We need patrons. We need a producer. Here's from Haritz. This is a, a couple of years old. 
What year was it? Oh, no, it's only 2019. Well, yeah, it's two years now. That's how life flies by. Mark, Mark Middlestadt, our millennial correspondent. We have to... You have to remember to subscribe to Shaping Progress. Links in the description. And thank you, JD, for your super chat. Thanks for hanging out, man. You lucky bastard. Because the super chat's in pounds for those on the... who don't know why he's a lucky bastard. All right, here's an article, Alexander Reed Ross, from April of 2019. Steve Bannon is trying to take his far-right far right populist provocations to victory in Europe and to win the European soul. Hard-right, anti-immigrant, anti-gay, anti-abortion, Christian traditionalist souls susceptible to cheap anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim dog whistles, that is, Derided by Trump and alienated, <laughs> this was when he was kicked to the curb by the con man, and alienated from sectors of his party, Bannon will likely never again serve as a public face of the Republican strategy. But, heh, well, like I said, this, is, uh, this article is um, old. Er. Bannon will likely never again serve as a public face of Republican strategy, but has instead become an <laughs> MC <laughs> who's... Influence, many will conveniently disavow. Regardless, he's pushing his Trump-style nationalist and race-baiting victory strategy to its next logical battlefield. Bannon has called the Christian right a fundamental layer of Trumpism and has worked to develop an international strategy through which the religious right can gain hegemon he hegemony. Hegemony. I know that. How do you how do you pronounce that? Is it hegemony or hegemony? Let's see. Hegemony. Oh, it's hegemony. It's none of them. It's none of the above. Hegemony. I I do a lot of reading, not a lot of, I guess, talking, <laughs> except on the show. Five years ago, he laced his comments to a group of reactionary Catholics in the Vatican with references, references to known fascists and spoke in apocalyptic... Why can't I talk? All right. Apocalyptic terms. He called on the church militant, quote-unquote. This is what he said. To fight our, for our beliefs against this new barbarity that's starting... Um, that will literally eradicate everything we've been bequeathed over the last 2,000 and 2,500 years. This is what he said. We're fighting against a new barbarity that's starting, will literally eradicate everything that we've been bequeathed for the last 2,000 and 2,500 years. He spelled out the necessity of a global far-right Christian coalition against the evils of socialism. Hey, I saw, I, I, I've seen that before, guys. That's called um, the Nazis, National Socialism. I know the Republicans like to say the Nazis were socialists because they were called the National Socialists, but they were as socialist as the Democratic People's Republic of China, or I mean of North Korea, is uh, a Democratic People's Republic. So, um, the evils of socialism, atheism, and Islam. Can you fucking believe it? I, I mean, um, how many 
souls met early demise in the 20th century because of fascism? Really? And now we, we still haven't learned our lesson. And that, that's probably the most frustrating part about being a human being is watching the same mistakes repeated again and again and again. Do you know why? Because greed, greed, greed never changes. It, nothing changes unless we change. It's us. We have to change. But we have too many old white men hanging on and afraid. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's more of us than there are of them. That's for sure. That's why they have to cheat. That's why they cling to fascism instead of doing work on themselves, getting the help they need and maybe going to a shrink and saying, God damn it, I don't want to waste another day of my limited lifespan being a fascist, being a loser, in other words, a racist, stupid, moron, loser who never grows up. That's a fascist, a coward a horrible person all around. I mean, you might have, you might, you, you, you want to look the part. That's the thing about the Nazis. That's so disgusting. Of course, corporations and capitalism um, enabled the Nazis. I mean, it's the whole thing. The whole story is disgusting. The whole, everything about it. Yeah, they looked pretty damn good in those Hugo Boss uniforms, though, right? Hugo Boss, which is still thriving as far as I know, right? But they looked well, and that's see. But that's what Republicans do. They every it's all about the outside, on, while the inside is ugly and vile and evil and rotten and bringing nothing but pain. Oh, but they could pretend. They could play the game. They could put on a nice suit. Well, except for Bannon, that's for sure. I, it's fascinating to me. There, but here's the thing. There's more of us than there are of them. There's always going to be one around one-third. They've done studies on the authoritarian mindset. There, there are authoritarian personalities, the authoritarian follower. I think there's around 35%. That's Trump's base. So that we always have to overcome the whining of these authoritarian followers who hate democracy they don't realize it they they these are probably the most um uh you know loud quote unquote patriots that anybody has to endure this is tara devlin on apologetic liberal talk so yeah like i was saying um these these fascists these right wingers they because they don't know what um what democracy is they don't know the real history of this country these the these most um ardent fascist cheerleaders even the tiki torch moron all of them all of the proud pricks the the incels the 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 what the three percent morons who knows uh, all of them um <laughs> let's see there where did they all come why are there so many men what's wrong with men i don't get it what is wrong with you can somebody explain that to me not all men of course we for every i mean we have mark on our team at least thank god 
Oh, thank you, Jill, for your super chat. And your cute little emoji. All right, where am I? <laughs> Who am I? All right, here we go. He called on the, on the church militant? Oh, my God. This is right out of Game of Thrones, too. You understand there's a whole church militant? Oh, the faith militant was in Game of Thrones. This is who this, these people are. They are, they watch movies. They think, first of all, they hate, they hate themselves. And all you got to do is look at Steve Bannon and say, just to know, he hates himself. Oh, oh, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. As somebody who's had a lot of therapy and and is in recovery oh i understand i i see i recognize the the symptoms well not really of his i don't recognize I, there's nothing the only thing that steve bannon and i have in common is that we sustain life in our bodies through breathing the same air but um other than that wait we are at the very beginning stages of a global conflict. If we do not bind together as partners with other countries, then this conflict is going to metastasize. This is what Steve Bannon said. Last month, the same coterie convened in Verona for a World Congress of Families. <laughs> oh, God, that must have been a real freak show. To rally a global movement against LGBTQ, LGBTQ rights, abortion, and immigration. It never stops. LGBTQ rights. It never stops. Guess what, fascists? You're not going to legislate people out of existence. People are still going to live in spite of you. They're still going to strive. They're still going to try to live in spite of you. They're going to be themselves. There, are, there, there will still be people let's say who have children and then they when these kids say mommy i'm a, i'm a little boy i'm not a little girl they'll be those they'll they'll still be parents that don't freak out don't say get the fuck out of my house you're dead to me what a world these right wingers live in isn't it horrible this is the world they live in and they're so um and they want us all to live there too, right? And they're so, um, so holy. They're so spiritual. If only we had their spiritualism and their love of family. They love family so much that they don't give a shit if, if the family, if maybe they're, the kid kills himself in the family because there's a right-winger family who... When their child says, Mommy, I'm a little girl, not a little boy, they, uh, they say, um, No, you're not. You're a little girl. And um, that's it. I never want to hear this again. And you're, you shut up. That, that's the kid that's going to... Where, where do they find a home? Where, where do they live? They turn into people like, I don't know, Steve Bannon. Something is wrong with Steve Bannon. He's uh, clearly a very sick person. Um, he is diseased and damaged. He hates himself. He, uh, therefore, as a, oh, he's also a sociopath. He has to be. See, many people suffer and hate themselves and suffer with addiction and um, self-esteem and whatnot. But they don't 
try to destroy democracy because not only is not only is he um you know hurting hurting us he's hurt he's just wiping his ass uh, and spitting on the graves of every every person that ever died for this country they didn't die for you steve bannon you're 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 sick faith militant your sick and twisted fascist ideas, this is the antidote to that. That's what I can't stand about the Republicans. They, they you want to go make a country, go make one somewhere. Secede. You want to make your secession shithole a, an authoritarian cesspool? Go right ahead. But you don't... F- don't F with this country because this is the constitutionally limited democratic republic, a multiracial country, a nation of immigrants that you hate. I know you can't stand it because you're, you're fragile. Anybody different, you get very scared. Instead of getting the help you need, like all cons, they inflict it on the world. I mean, really, just get help. Being a right-winger is a sick and sad way to go through life. And it never, it never ends well. Really, no right-winger, I can argue, no right-winger is truly happy. No way. There's no fucking way. Because there's never enough. There's never enough. There will never be enough to hate. You will, there will never be enough shit to, for you to stuff in your black hole of a, where the heart should be. There will never be enough... Uh, cigars at uh, at wine cellars for you this is instead of getting the help right you gotta wreck it for everybody else just get help it's a it's much easier easier on the rest of us i still can't talk i don't know something's wrong with my not with me but you knew that already Holy moly. Mm. Jim on the chat says, I think one more big domestic terrorist event and they'll lose big in 22. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Because I'm, I really, you guys know I've been talking about, I got to get the F out of here and all this other crap. But I'm not alone. Many people have been saying this. <laughs> Whenever I say that, others respond with, me too. And others that I know, I know some people, uh, a friend of mine is from England, she's moving back. Um, another friend of mine is from Sweden. She's li- she lives here with her husband and son, and her husband's American. And she says she, don't want her, she doesn't want her son to grow up here. She wants to you know, move back to Sweden. I'm like, I don't blame you, kid. I do not blame you. <sighs> All right. Yes, Mitt Romney is happy with us. Well, are they? Ha- I guess they are. I guess Mitt Romney's happy. He seems kind of contented. That's fine. He doesn't know any other way. Eh, whatever. He still put a dog onto a roof, like a douche. Who does that? Who puts a dog in a crate on a roof? I mean, you. I mean, somebody got. They, they got to put him on a roof in a crate and then go down the highway 75 miles an hour that's what i want i heard well this is what happened with for those who don't know mitt romney famously 
got, I guess, dinged in the press for, uh, on a family trip, putting his dog in a, on the roof of the car in a crate. He tied it, tied it up. So the dog was terrified. And uh, apparently the kids and, the, and Mitt got a real kick out of the fact that it had, had diarrhea down the back of the car. <laughs> Fucking funny. That's funny. You stupid piece of shit. I mean, the cursing is just off the charts tonight. I don't know. I guess we're just feeling casual and salty. Uh, what can you do? It happens. But that's funny? You think that's funny? That should be um, a, a tr an animal abuse charge, don't you think? And the fact that the dog couldn't control its bowels should tell you that you, you scared the shit out of it. You piece of wasted human DNA. What's wrong with you? How do you think that putting a living thing on that is maybe not equipped to understand uh, centrifugal force and... I don't know. Why would you do that? That's why I feel so alone sometimes in the world, because I'm like, what? There's people that put the... Di what? Yeah. All right. <sighs> Breathe. Well, the other... See, all right, here's the music. Great. Great. Just in time. Be right back. This is unapologetic liberal talk. It is what it is. Get your ass back here right now. Become a patron, too, okay? At patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. All right, that's all. I have to say it. Oh, man. <laughs> Sweary tip jar. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. <laughs> Bastards. Not you. I'm talking about the... Uh, in my mind, I'm thinking about the Romneys. But, okay, the other thing this past week so the other day we had the show and we were talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and um and the judge and the 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 travesty of justice that's going on there it's it's a it's a joke and watching um the right wingers they're all they're making a martyr and they're making a hero out of Kyle Rittenhouse Kyle Rittenhouse another yet again another um somebody who uh, feigning emotions oh somebody contacted me uh, from the last show and they were like he had a panic attack or something like you heartless bitch or something you know whatever he didn't have a panic attack honey honey i've seen emotions boo boo i've had a few myself i've been known to have some emotions once in a while and uh he didn't have any emotions that's why everybody's like, come on, how stupid do you think we all are? They must think we're as dumb as the rest of the, as the, the, the idiots who vote Republican. Con, Republican, excuse me. They have to. That, that performance and then the, the mom mirroring it, give me a break. But 
of course we i'm sure you've seen the videos this week this 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 judge this this asshole let me just play some of it this oh my god save us from these old white crackers it's veterans day and uh, any veterans on the road on the jury or anywhere oh right here judge i think you're a racist piece of wasted human dna What do you think about that, judgy? Being a little judgy, aren't you? Well, I, that's unusual not to have at least somebody in here. Oh, Dr. Black is, uh, uh, what branch? Army, sir. Okay, and uh, I think we give a round of applause to the people who've served this country. All right? Un-fucking-real. A round of applause for the, oh, well, this wasn't for him. It was just for the people who served our country, everyone. Are you kidding me? And be, here's another point, frankly. The other day I wanted to, I neglected to mention it. On Veterans Day, when we, we did the show, Veterans Day. And um, I got to tell you, it's really, not, what's the word? Is it tedious? Yes, but also not good that um, this constant filleting of, of the troops, you know? Thank you for your service. Let's applaud. What are you applauding? It's because only now a small percentage of Americans ever wear the uniform. There's no, nobody has skin in the game, right? I mean, you know how Republicans are always like, you need skin in the game. You, you, that's why you gotta, got, you gotta have work requirements for welfare. Or you have to have work requirements for Medicaid, which is ridiculous. And it's all ridiculous, work requirements for, because we don't work enough. You see, we're nothing. If we're not working, and if you're not working, you need to be dead. Or um, uh, somehow maybe come up with a scam to scam somebody out of money, and then you will be worthy of um, being part of the leisure class. Otherwise, you're just got to get off your lazy taker ass and uh, do a DoorDash, do an Uber, do a Instacart, whatever you got to do. Just keep doing, 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 and then you're dead. All right, but there'll be a mansion, okay? Do it, and there'll be a mansion in heaven, not in earth. The earth mansions are taken by the 1%. They, there's, there's an unlimited supply of mansions in, the he in heaven, though. So don't worry about it. The, your mansion is reserved. Just work, 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 and never, ever, ever pester your betters. And this white fucker, okay? I'm so sick of white people. I am a white person, clearly. But I'm not stupid <laughs> because uh, I swear to God, I think that I have to say that be given my anger issues, maybe the universe knew not to throw that one, just not to, just make my pigment like Casper the Friendly Ghost, really. Make it, one less thing to fucking want to kill. I mean, I, I, because I still, I do want to. It infuriates me. And I can't imagine. I just don't know. I don't know where, where, where I would go. 
if I if I had darker pigment. Honestly, I don't know how I would deal with it. I give you I get I don't know how people contain themselves. The rage. No, I know. I don't know. Am I sounding stupid or whatever? But that's how I feel. I just uh, I look at this old white guy and I'm like, when uh, when is it over, guys? Really? Retire? I'm not saying he's got to go and get his mansion in heaven. Well, he's got the one of the earth ones, I'm sure. But enough. You're done, honey. You're done. Your day's over, and I know you're you're very triggered about that. This is the problem with right wingers, with these white fuckers right now. And it's and and they really are trying to turn this into a race war. You understand? They're, and of course, we because we're not stupid, we know that race is a construct. They need that race. Um, they need us to um, be separated by race. Do you know what I mean? Especially, oh, well, race, religion, whatever it might be, sexual orientation, whether you're cis or trans or uh, every way you can um, exploit a distinction without a difference, you know, because that's really what it is. We're all human freaking beings. We all have different, different challenges, but we are sharing this human experience. So because we have empathy, right? We could put ourselves into other people's shoes. Like, I could put myself into this this old guy's shoes right now, and I see fear. I see the future. To me, it can't get here fast enough. But this guy is, like, longing for the good old days when um, a white guy could simply police people with darker pigment without consequences and well this time he the, the Kyle Rittenhouse and the well the Republicans really aren't a they don't they have to vilify the the Black Lives Matter movement because of uh, the fact that it's not a movement of just people with darker pigment it's a movement of all patriots all patriots every single patriot understands that Black Lives Matter is um, is a patriotic imperative, like universal health care, like universal higher education. All of this is how we unify our our people. We're in this together, okay? You can say that all you want. We're Americans. We're nothing you can do. Uh, we we can't. Do, I was going to say we can't do anything. <laughs> well, that's what it seems. That's Joe Biden. You know how he goes, we can do anything except have universal health care like the rest of the world. Or we're Americans. We can do anything except um, what? Pay a living wage? Ha- make the rich pay their fair share? Have a conversation about this construct known as race that is, that's really an albatross around our, our national neck. That if we need, if, well, if we want, <laughs> need, we do, we need a functioning democracy. If we want to have a functioning democracy, this is the conversation we have to have. We have to get to uh, um, the point where we're a multiracial democratic republic where everybody can fucking vote. You know, 
Oh my God, it's so triggering to them though because he he wants his privilege. Guys, He look at how far he's gone. He's our judge. He's sitting there lording over the lives of the, this racist white boy and, the, and denigrating those who were actual patriots. Who's a patriot in this, in this uh, scenario? People who are marching for, for, uh, for everybody to have a more perfect union or you get a bunch of violent thugs, uh, unhinged, sick, to a very uh, immature, to say the least, lying, running through the streets. Well, he lied saying that he was asked to patrol this business or whatever, which he wasn't. He's a liar. Hey, right-wingers are liars. Jesus Christ. All right, let's play more of this judge. Anything else? What's happening on the Uh, let's hope for one o'clock. I don't know. The uh, hope the Asian food isn't coming. It's on. Isn't on one of those boats in Long Beach uh, <laughs> Harbor. Hope the Asian food that is coming. <laughs> First of all, who the hell says Asian food? Anybody? That's why this guy's a, he's a racist. He doesn't, see, let's, let me, because I have empathy and I've had a lot of therapy, I could, I could put myself into his brain. I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Boom. I'm in there. Ugh. It's very dusty in here. <laughs> it's a lot of cobwebs. Oof. Is that a hood? Wait. Um... Well, what, when he says, I hope the Asian food <laughs> is, isn't on one of those boats, you know, zing, zinger. You got to zing those, that Biden, because he's in charge of Earth. Isn't he in charge of everything? When a boat isn't able to cross a river, that's Biden's fault. When the worldwide pandemic when a bunch of morons won't get vaccinated and they prolong the pandemic, that's Biden's fault. Biden's fault is the, the, the supply chain is broke because everybody's sick. Yeah, we went through a worldwide goddamn catastrophe. So there's going to be some repercussions, but people want their, their cheap shit, man. They want it. They have to, like, just like Bannon has to fill his black hole with anything that a Chinese billionaire can shove in there. The American sheeple, they need their shit, too. They need Chinese-made crap, whatever crap, and they want it now. There's like babies, babies, just like I said. Babies. It takes a level of maturity to function in a democracy. And guess what? Adults understand. Part of adulting is understand that you don't get what you want when you want when you want it. I want it now. It's in the water. It's in. It's Biden. What? What the fuck? Did Biden start the pandemic? That was Trump, booba. 
He's the one. Remember, it was going to disappear like Easter. Easter's a very special day for me. I So special, I skip church and go straight to golfing with Rush Limbaugh. It's a very, very special day. As all, as all real Christians will. All real Christians. It's like a holy obligation if you are really uh, a, a Republican Christian. But here's the thing. So when I'm in his, this guy's brain, I'm thinking, he says, Asian food. Why is he saying Asian food? Nobody calls it Asian food. You, you say Chinese food, right? Let's get Chinese food. Asian food? You're like, what Asian food? There's a lot of Asian countries. Which country? What food? What are you talking about? It's because he... See, he he said that stupid thing. It's just a throwaway. But in his mind, I'm telling you, this is how it went. He said to... He wanted to get the zinger out there. He knows the camera's on him. He loves the attention. He is, um, you know, he's a dirtbag. And... Um, <laughs> So when he said he, he he needs to get these little zingers in, and he's like, he was going to say Chinese food, you see. But in his mind, because he's afraid that he's um, going to be outed as a racist, that everybody's going to know that he's a racist. So he he went for the Asian because he thought that that was going to be, that he thinks that's how we talk now. You know what I mean? He thinks that's being sensitive and woke. That's woke for him. Asian food. There's a lot of countries in Asia. What? Where? Where? What? You want Japanese food? You want Chinese food? You want... But that's really why he said Asian food. People keep saying... Um, that the that, you know, mentioning that he mentioned it, but they're not saying... Nobody's pointing out that nobody calls it Asian food. Am I wrong here? Do you call it Asian food? Uh, or I'm not, no, no, you don't. Because that's, this, it basically betrays him as a racist. It's, he's trying to cover his tracks. He knows he's a racist. He knows it. And these people, because it's inherent in them. The fact is, he is, of course he is. Look at him. He's a product of his time. It's like us saying that, uh, uh, like Thomas Jefferson wasn't a racist or something. But he, of course, he was. He was a product of his time. And yeah, and so is he. We're all products of our time. I mean, we all have to overcome the um, inherent, whatever the bullshit biases that we've been taught and that have been inflicted on us we we're we're part of this world i for example homophobia we all have it i have it internalized so every time and i know it i recognize it whenever for example if i meet somebody new or our new group of people or whatever and i have to again come out i don't just come out or i don't say hi my name is tara i'm gay that's not how it goes, but by way of conversation in life, it just comes out. But if I meet somebody and they're like, are you married or whatever? And they, they start talking to me about my, you know, my personal life. Uh, there's always that pause for a second 
And there it is. And I recognize it all the time that here I go again. I have to come out again. You don't just come out once. You come out over and over and over. And every time you do, it is kind of, I do it to, to stop that internalized homophobia. I mean, it's an, it's an active thing. And it's what, that, that's why um, being um, woke, being PC, all of these things, it's not, there's nothing but evolving human beings evolving to being better being more um being more peaceful being more humane being more human god damn it isn't that the point so that's why republicans they don't want they talk about woke it's not just republicans unfortunately it is the uh, it's the conservatives. In fact, that's, that's the other thing I want to talk about. We, let's might as well. Let me see what time is it. Beat up, boop, up, boop. Where are we? Beat up, 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 up. Oh my lordy! Look at all these cats, ladies and germs. Boom. Tara Junior. Junior, Junior. Okay. Where am I? Where's my computer? I mean, uh, program. Um, but let's, uh, aim for one o'clock. If the court makes a finding that, uh, the actions that I had talked about. Oh, that's, that's just Trump's theme song. It's only America, some America song. You know, they fetishize America. They use America. It's like a, you know, it's a, it's, it's like a trap. The America trap. <laughs> they just, they attract these dupes with eagles and stars and beep, 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 beep. And uh, these colors don't run. The thing that really pisses me off about Kyle Rittenhouse besides everything else him running around saying friendly 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 who the fuck are you where 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 the hell are we where do we live friendly friendly what are you what are you on call of duty this is a 17 year old scumbag that's why you can't enlist in the army you know at 17 well you you can't join you're supposed to be an adult there's a frontal lobe thing like your frontal lobe isn't completely developed you don't have the it's the truth the children young people teenagers it happened well, you know you need your brain needs time to completely mature and when you're 17 it's still not quite there so anyway um by the time kyle's brain fully develops he's already broken he's a broken ass uh, menace to society, but they'll make him their hero, a a, a fake ass uh, narcissist who what did what did he he brought to the table? Oh, he was there to. He said he was going to administer first aid, but he brought a gun. Okay. God help us. No training. And he's their hero. No training. Nobody asked him. 
Who asked you, asshole? That's why we hire cops. Well, that's a whole other story, but... Um, let me ask you guys, though. Imagine if we play the game. Let's We do this sometimes. Um, what if a Black Lives Matter protester had armed himself, we'll make it a him at this point, and cross straight straight state lines to um, inflict mayhem and ended up killing two and maiming another person. What would happen? What do you think these Republicans would do? And then the judge in the in the trial's phone went off. And that judge, all of a sudden, uh, we heard the refrain of, fuck the police. Fuck the police. Right? P public enemy. What would the right-wingers be doing, I wonder? We have any in the chat tonight? If they were ever honest with themselves, they know that they that they're, yeah, they just know that they're, um, they always have their thumbs on the scale for the privilege, the white, pe the, the, the power structure. Kyle Rittenhouse, he's their new pet. <sighs> and they always pick the worst. That's what I'm saying. Like George Zimmerman, this freaking young sociopath. Trump, like all the worst people, McConnell, Jim Jordan, I mean, the cowards, 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 sociopaths, grifters, crooks, selfish bastards, I mean, all of them. Are there any Republicans who aren't, well, all of them, even the good ones, like uh, now Liz Cheney is one of the good ones. Well, she still is a fascist, uh, you know, she's got that fascist heart in her chest, and it's beaten away. Yeah, but good thing she's not completely um, on the Bannon team, that's for sure. But she does, she did vote for with Trump. She voted for Trump. <sighs> right? Now, say all you will about the Democrats, but guess what, man? There would be, there, there is, there's no way somebody like a Trump would ever, ever, ever become the standard bearer. There's no way. You know, Democrats don't do that. That would have been, the, if he came down an escalator or an elevator or anything, vilifying any minority group or otherwise, that would have been it. it would, he wouldn't have received any support. That's for sure. We know that. But Democrat, I mean, Republicans, on the other hand, they see an opportunity for power. And that's what it's about. It's never, and it has never been, and will never be again in our lifetime about making a, uh, or making a functioning union or serving their constituents. Never. It's not about that. <sighs> Oh, gee, my ringtone, my phone went off. I'm sorry. Look, his face. Mm -hmm. He seems so. He's, he's annoyed with himself. Don't worry. Just kick, kick a kitten. You'll feel better.
were done in bad faith, then I think both... No, don't kick a kitten. That was a joke. A bad one. ...elements uh, for Mr... Look at that fucking face. Unreal. Anybody want some Asian food? <laughs> I hope it's not held up in the in the harbor on one of those Asian boats because of that Brandon character, that um, the one that stole the election from the con man, who received fewer votes both times. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Where's the rest of this damn thing? Hold on. <laughs> what the F just happened here? I just got kicked out of this article I was reading in it. Now it's wanting me to pay. And I refuse. I, like Kyle Rittenhouse, how do I deal with this? <gasps> Let's take a break. Wow, that's a not a snot in the whole the whole panic attack or something. He had a panic attack. Oh, imagine. Maybe he should have stayed home. What was all that? <laughs> I'm just looking at my face. That's why I'm enjoying. I never see myself doing this. <laughs> what was all that about? <laughs> well, that's what it was about. He saw that on a somebody on the movie on a movie or something was like. <laughs> He was all crying for himself, though. He didn't cry for any of the victims. People who aren't, they're not, they're not alive anymore, thanks to him. Oh, somebody threw a plastic bag at him. It's self-defense. I hate Republicans, okay? It's self-defense. Because somebody threw a bag. So you, um, you know, you're taking your life in your hands. This is Republicans. This is what they do. A, um, the, you, you throw a bag at somebody that had nothing but it had like personal items in it you know, somebody had stopped at Dwayne Reed I guess before they went to the rally and encountered the murderous sociopath who is now the Republican hero Jesus H. Christ where is it I thought I had a whole... Oh, here it is. Here's Fox News. Going on about Rittenhouse. Me, a classic oh, case of self-defense. that's the wrong one. This kid shouldn't have been indicted. That's my full screen. Yeah. This kid shouldn't have been indicted. It's a classic case of self-defense. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse's mom. Uh, then candidate, now president of the United States. <laughs> and other elected yeah, officials <laughs> that don't know anything about your son refer to him as a white supremacist. I have yet to see any evidence whatsoever 
that he is such a person. Oh, really? How did that impact you? You haven't seen that? It... It's amazing. He's in the news biz, everyone. He's never seen, hasn't seen any of those pictures of Kyle Rittenhouse giving the white power symbol with the Proud Boys. This is after he murdered two people and maimed another. Giving a, a white power symbol to a bunch of terrorists, a bunch of domestic terrorist white nationalist thugs. I haven't seen anything that says he's a white nationalist. He's just a, he's a dumbass sociopathic child who unfortunately has no author, um, adult in his life to guide him. He's clearly a very sick little twisted little sociopath who needs to be in, in, in probably in long-term treatment and certainly doesn't need to have be have to have his mother friggin' arm him with an assault weapon and drive him across state lines to kill two people and and maim another. That was the third. He was working on three murders that day. The little fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the cursing. Hmm. Maybe it's a battle I can't win. I'm trying. I'm trying not to curse. I will. I will not curse. <laughs> well, he's he's got his moment in the sun. This is a child who is suddenly being lauded like a hero by a bunch of very sick fascist pricks who hate this country. And they only hate not only do they hate this country, they hate they actually hate Kyle Rittenhouse too. He's a tool. He's a pawn. They don't care about him. Fuck him. Really. They'll use him. They'll twist him. They'll make him... Oh, he'll have a spot at CPAC. There is no doubt. Free as fuck. He's wearing a shirt. I forgot about that. He's hanging out with the Proud Boys. Oh, here we go. That's the wrong one. What the hell? I don't know, guys. It's tough. It's tough doing a show. I just have to tell you. It would be nice to, I don't know, have a producer. Wouldn't it be good? That could. Here we go. There we go. Could find this picture for me, for example. There he is. Free as fuck. He's got a big smile on his big pudgy little face. His little white boy face. So he's been given a lot of intention by the moron. Oh, he's getting money from them too. The the pillow guy, he's making a lot of friends. Him and his mama. Him and his very sick mama. Making a lot of pals and they're going to use them. Just like right-wingers use their dupes. And if you watch American Crime Story, it's a, another story that is the Paula Jones story. And how she, she was used, of course she was, by the right and discarded. So that's, how, that, that's the future for Kyle, of course. But he deserves nothing but a lifetime in prison. But he won't. He'll get away. Get ready, guys. They're going to let this little 
sociopath back on the street and the right-wingers are gonna applaud what is wrong with them guys what is wrong with them people are dead you want to cry asshole he didn't shed one single tear for the people he killed who are now in their cold early graves all they were trying to do is is try to make this country live up to its promises and we got Kyle Rittenhouse and these right wing white nationalist America hating bastards are standing in the way with their guns oh hell no you're not going to make a more perfect union oh hell no we need race, racial discord. We need that. We need our white privilege. And really, I honestly, you know, guys, <laughs> earlier in the day, um, what's her name? Tiffany Cross's show on MSNBC. I have to tell you, I really, I've watched it. And all I have to say is this. Really, I, I don't even know what to say. It's heartening and refreshing. Also, it gives me hope. I watched the whole, that her whole show this morning. She was it was incredible. <laughs> and in fact, let me show you something great. Hold on, where is it? Did I grab it? Oh Jesus! Let me see. Oh, here it is. I got it. I did. I want to show you this lower third. Look at that. <laughs> Republicans in disarray. Isn't that great? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? So this was Tiffany Cross's show this morning. And one of the things that annoys me, well, you guys know it, is that is the corporate media. And they're part of the problem. Well, th at least, you know, there are a few people that are doing some good work and i think tiffany cross is one of them that's my opinion and yeah cross report oh no cross talk is it called i don't know whatever it's on it's on saturdays i think it's on sunday too it's on, it's the morning show but everything that they were discussing was what we're discussing here of course without the curses and i loved that she put the or they put her show her producers and i'm sure she had a you know, knows exactly what's going on. That's how it goes. And uh, use uh, the Republicans in disarray, lower third, because this is a long-standing um, irritation, in fact, of, of, the, uh, of the corporate media, because no matter what happens, there's always Democrats in disarray. That's a, that's a um, meet the press thing. Democrats in disarray, Democrats in disarray always and it's become a joke no matter what happens joe biden passes this historic bipartisan infrastructure you know clearly we need more but um it's democrats in disarray will he be able to hang on to power will his approval rate keep sinking will you know what i mean meanwhile the republicans like joe biden's approval rating is not is not even near as low as the approve as top of Trump's top approval rating. 
So he hasn't even coming in uh, within spitting distance of it. So give me a break here. And it was always Trump, 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 walking around like he had a mandate. Nobody ever questioned him on that, and they never pushed back. And here we are. But I love it. So I'm sure, well, Tiffany Cross is young, and when I was watching her, I was just like, oh, my God, there is the future. And maybe, maybe, maybe there's hope. Because she really was kicking ass today. And one of the things that they were talking about is this woke. And let's talk about that now. Um, The thing that really is pissing me off, it's coming from both sides, this constant wokeness. And in fact, oh, not the wokeness itself is not what's bothering me. And we need more of it, in, in my opinion. It is the response to it. It's the white, the old white male response to it. Because that's what they're afraid of. They're, you know, it's like the Asian food remark. They think, um, you know, saying Asian food makes them woke. When it, all it does is betray that you're, you're thinking, you're overthinking the fact that you're a racist. That's what it is. You're overthinking it. You, how do you, um, how do you, what do you say right now that will signal to everyone that you're not a racist. You know what I mean? That's what he was doing. But where is this guy? Where? Oh, because what happened? Brett Stevens from the New York Times, somebody who is part of the problem. It's like like that judge. You know, we have entirely too many old white whiners hanging on. Their day is over. And... Um, I'm sorry. You ruined it. You blew it. I, oh, I'm talking about, for example, James Carville. Here. Here's James Carville. He was on CNN. He, nobody makes more <clears throat> hay out of this woke, the, uh, the woke backlash, like, uh, like Carville. Oh, my God. He, I don't know. He's, he makes the rounds on the media, whining. Not like the humanities department at Amherst wants you to address everybody. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I think I messed up there. Hold on. Now it doesn't hunt on 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 on. Wait. I rewound it. Of what gets lumped into wokeness, but I think you're saying as a political strategy, this dog doesn't hunt. Well, now it doesn't hunt on 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 several levels. First of all, it's. It, it sounds, I call it the fact, politics of the faculty lounge. Oh, my God. And okay, it, let's stop it right there. What are you talking about? This is the thing that's, that, the, that sucks about corporate media. What are, you, what are you talking about? Does anybody ever push back or, or ask a follow-up or ask these, these mouthpieces to just uh, clarify what they're talking about, you know? What do, you, what do you mean? This is the politics of the faculty lounge? Oh, my Lord. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end of the Progressive Voices portion of the show. Thank you, Progressive Voices. Join us on YouTube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster for the rest of the show or on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or on Progressive Voices On Demand, FYINation.com, Rockfin. We will win. We're on the right side of history. 
we're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. All right, we're back, and Tara Jr. Jr.'s here. Sit down now. Sit. All right, relax. Kid, relax. Everybody, say hello. Junior, look over here. <laughs> so abusive. You see the way he talks to me? Just yelling at me. All right, where are we? Back to Carvel. My view, if you want to, in politics, you should speak the language of the people. You should speak clear, direct English. Well, what are you talking about? Wait, let me start over here. Conversation. It's not that James Carville, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is questioning any one aspect of what gets lumped into wokeness. But I think you're saying, as a political strategy, this dog doesn't hunt. Well, now it doesn't hunt on, on, on several levels. First of all, it's... It, <laughs> It sounds, I call it the fact, politics of the faculty lounge. And in my view, if you want to, in politics, you should speak the language of the people. You should okay, speak. okay. Explain. You're the great James Carville. The politics of the faculty lounge, and let's speak what, the way the people speak. You know, here's the thing, James. You're the one who's on media. You're the one who's making the Democratic Party, um, well, who's tearing it apart with this bullshit, this fake-ass faux rage about wokeness. What are you talking about? Because you're doing what the Republicans are doing. You're just like they did with critical race theory, lumping everything into this CRT label and then uh, um, uh, triggering the, the outrage. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what Christopher Rufo said. Excuse me, mister. Hold on. How do you like that? Not so much, I guess. Nobody puts Junior in a corner. But you do put him on a scratching post. Uh, uh, then candidate, wait, wait, now wait. president of the United wrong States. One, wrong Not one, like wrong the one. humanities department at Amherst wants you to address everybody. Shut the fuck up. First of all, it, it sounds, I call it the fact politics of the faculty lounge. Okay, in, in well, view, which is why, wanna, um, if we lose elections, that's why. Because we don't know what the f you're talking about. And you're uh, from the days of triangulation and um, you know, uh, big government, era, era of big government is over and welfare as we know it is over and all those, those Democratic kiss-up, kick-down, um, suckling Wall Street teat policies that gave us Twitler, that made Twitler possible. Right. I see John on Facebook chat. Someone needs to tell Carvel this ain't the 90s no more. This is the truth. I don't think he's figured it out. 
And it's also why I, this is why, you know, we human beings evolve. Now the young people, it's let them, let them take more of a leadership role, James, because you're out of touch, God damn it. First of all, he's saying the politics of the faculty lounge. What he's doing is um, he's being a divisive, whiny little, um, uh, well, he's really helping the Republicans, really, because he's publicly um, tearing the Democratic Party apart and then decrying this um, this woke thing that's supposed to be the cause of it. But when he is the one, he's doing it. He's the one tearing everything apart and making, uh, if the Democrats lose election, it's because of him. It's not because of something woke. And if anything, he's spreading it. He's spreading the bullshit. We expect it from Republicans. That's what they do. But I thought this guy was supposed to be on the Democratic team. He's not. Get it? He's on the, the team of corporatism. He's on the team power. And, um, you know, he's the old school. He's really past his prime and needs to move on. And I guess part of being a human being, the, re- the way we deal with shit is that we're in den- we go in denial. Maybe he's in denial. Of course. Maybe I'm in denial. I'm sure I am about things. Who knows? I can't tell you. I'm in denial about it. So, And James, uh, maybe he's in denial that he thinks he's still somehow relevant, but he's not really seeing the part that he played in um, this kiss-up, kick-down fascism that we are now dealing with. The reason we we have a fascist, an attempted fascist ongoing coup happening is because of the, um, the, the, the fact that the economy went from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest, uh, with the, well, we had the slightest income gap. Now we have the widest income gap where the American people, 80% are living paycheck to paycheck. That is not a successful economy for for the majority, for sure. Even though we're the richest on earth, um, we're not, we're certainly poor. <laughs> we're definitely poor in everything that matters. Um, hold on. Here we go. Woke. Here we go. Here, let's just play him. You should speak the language of the people. You should speak clear, direct English and address people as they address each other, not... What the fuck are you talking about? That's what we do. And he's saying we should address people the way they address each other. Okay, so if somebody says, please address me as, let's say, um, I don't know, a little person instead of the M-word... Right? Then you say, okay, because, for example, James Carville, in James Carville's day, everybody, that's the way they said it. They said the M word, which I'm not saying here. Now, um, you know, people finally got, got a seat at the table. They, they got to join the conversation and say, you know what? We don't want to be called that. So that's it. 
Is that is, is that something? Is that is that is so hard for you, James? And all of these old crackers who are crying about woke. It's it's really ridiculous. And James, well, James Carville, he say I think that he um, he sees an opportunity to go to get on CNN and all the other corporate media outlets with this uh, contrarian view about uh, his own party, supposedly. Like the humanities department at Amherst wants you to address everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the kind of an issue? Is this this the kind of an issue, James, that is impossible to poll because people are going to lie to a pollster, but when they go in there and they close that curtain, they're going to do what they want to do. What the you see, he is fi- feeding into the this uh, bullshit notion that um, it's just, you know, the big problem is wokeness is out of control. It's um, nobody knows how to talk. Really? Really? Is it? It's not that hard. I don't. I don't know. I'm not that young. I'm not old like him, but, you know, whatever. Maybe one day. But come on. I don't have to poke, all right? After the 2020 congressional elections, it was a huge... Oh, erupt, wait, oh, it, that's what he said. Direct- Did you poll this or whatever? And he said, I don't have to poll it. Yeah, you just got to pull it right out of his ass. I don't need no poll. What's the difference between him and a Republican? Anybody? Yes, Elise on the chat. Isn't James married to some uber conservative? Yes. Who is he married to again? Let me see. Oh, I know her. I know her. James Carville. Because he's he's so full of shit. That's what it is. Oh, Mary Matlin. Yeah, he's married to her. Mary Matlin. She's a terrible... Well, she's a Republican. What do you want? And that's how they used to market themselves. Like... You know, opposites attract. Oh, this guy. Well, that might, maybe that worked during the Eisenhower administration when we all kind of agreed that the the goal that it, that in order to have a democracy, democracies require functioning um, working class majority that is economically vibrant and uh, upwardly mobile. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's something that James Carville took care of. That's for sure. He helped. He helped take care of the upward mobility. See, in, for conservatives, the upward mobility and the economic vibrancy of the working class majority is, is a problem. And that needs to, well, that's, well, that's conservatism. Because conservatism... This is the the tension between conservatism and democracy. The opposite of conservatism is democracy. <laughs> so the because conservatives wait hold on fuck here we go again. Everything just freezes. Anyway, let me play this. English while this and address away. people as they address each other, not like the humanities department. At all right, all right. About it, I can look at the voting results in Miami Day. I can relate conversations that I. 
So he doesn't need a poll. He can look at the results in Miami, Dane. With people every day. People don't want to live like this, scared to, to address an issue because it, it might come out the wrong way. Well, it's, is this really the problem, everyone? No, it's not. But that's what they're turning it into. Nobody knows how to talk. I don't even know what to say. I can't even say Asian food without people jumping down my throats. Throats? You got two throats? And being canceled. Nobody's canceled out of what? Um, they just said, instead of, they said Asian food. Nobody, nobody's fucking canceled for that. But this, just like Republicans have to turn the Black Lives Matter movement into, into a riot, right? They have to turn it into, they, they, they have to denigrate it. They have to turn the American people off from it when they, because they saw that the American people are like, no, this is effed up. This is bullshit. Not just people with darker pigment were outraged over George Floyd's killing, over his murder, excuse me, really. It was everybody. It was humans. It was patriots. All patriots recognized the outrage of that and the, the disgrace. But this is uh, Republicans... They turned the Black Lives Matter. Well, they tried to. They're trying. Then they will not stop, of course. But they don't need James Carville to help them. But here he is. Tell, and it's all under the guise of I'm telling you, Democrats. I'm kind of trying to help you here. No, you're not. Instead of why don't you um, shut your your hole? your lie hall, and listen a little bit. Maybe listen to Tiffany Cross for a minute. Because I was, I honestly would like to shake her hand. Because she, she was talking about woke, and she was not having it with any of these, these white whiners. She recognized exactly what it is, what they're doing. This is what the, the white power structure does whenever um, the, the, the people try to make a more perfect union the white power structure it wants to stay in control these old white men of course they want to stay in control but it was good um, I wonder if I have that actually eh, it was probably too long to play Wait, I actually have it. Let me just play the first part of what she says. Okay, if you're using the word woke as a pejorative, you probably started saying the word long after we stopped. And on the heels of last week's election, the word woke has been everywhere. Controversial New York Times opinion writer Brett Stevens decided it was his turn to whitesplain, writing wokeness now connotes much more than an White effort splain. to reform the police or denounce racial injustice when it occurs. It is instead an allegation that racism is a defining feature, not a flaw of nearly every aspect of American life. Here's a newsflash, Playboy. It is. That's exactly what it is, and that's why we're having this conversation. Hello. Hello. Finally. Finally, right? You have somebody who has a clue and isn't afraid to say it on corporate media. Thank God. Of course, they put her on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, and maybe maybe it'll grow from there. But 
I just thought that was honestly, I thought it was brilliant. I I was so pleased because this this is right here. You see the tide turning. Really, that's what this looks like. This is the, the her show. This was this is an impossible. This would never have happened in another time. Of course not. And for as much as this is why I say we win, we will win because we we continue to evolve in spite of them and it will always be that way because human beings have always evolved in spite of conservatives standing in the way no matter what throughout history however many however uh, much power they've had and it's been a lot including during the dark ages and this is what the republicans are bringing back here Another, I mean, really, you want to, that's the, that's the outcome of the Republican policies. We've seen it before. It's the dark ages. Yeah, the church, um, no social safety net. The rich run and own everything and um, everyone else toils and awaits their rewards in heaven without pestering their betters. Um, if you, you need something, you, you fall on hard times, go to the church, the government won't do anything for you, or maybe find a Lord. If you find a nice, you might find a nice Lord. You'll find a benevolent Lord who will, um, trickle some benefits on you. Or maybe you'll find a piece of shit Lord like Donald Trump Jr. And he'll, um, come over your house and, uh, he'll expect you to, uh, Give him, give him a blowjob for rent, and <laughs> in, in in lieu of rent, maybe I don't know. Probably on top of the rent. Oh my god, that just reminded me of a story. <laughs> not, not, not the blowjob part, but my mother and father when they told me when, um, when they had first, when they were young, and we were all young once, Mark. Remember that, and they were they were in their first apartment, so they were young lovers in their first apartment together. Um, and they had both decided to take the day off. Isn't that nice? And isn't that fun? You know, when you're with somebody and you love them, and you're like, let's call in sick and hang out and do, I don't know, do something today. But anyway. That's what they did, and when they were hanging out, well, they weren't doing anything untoward or making my brother or sister, um, but they were sitting on the couch or something, and the landlord, and <laughs> the landlord, the there was a, uh, an older couple rented their apartment to them, and, it, and they walked in the house with, um, you know, <laughs> they didn't realize that they were home, and they were saying... And as they were walking in, they were saying, oh, look, she has a bill from blah, 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 or something, you know. They were commenting on, <laughs> which is, it's basically illegal to do that, even though you rent from somebody. They own your apartment, but you, they can't just walk into your apartment. But anyway, whatever. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. It has nothing, to, it has no politics involved. It's just a story about fucking people and how they never change really 
Isn't that crazy, though? And then they said that they moved out not soon after, but they realized that these oh, this old busybodies were uh, checking up on them, just coming in their house all at, at, <laughs> whenever they were at work and spying and going through their stuff. <laughs> Oh, and oh, there's so many stories. Oh, I have, well, my, whatever. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> I was going to tell you another story about my friend who came home and her dog walker was masturbating to the porn on. There was a porn, he had bought some porn on, on the TV and he was masturbating. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I hope he cleaned up. Or I don't know if he finished, but I'm sure it wasn't the first time. All right, listen up. Where are we? Let's go back to James. Not like the humanities department. Oh, okay. let's go in. Are there. more than offset by those who are enthused by this kind of dialogue. No. No. Okay. Well, okay. Of- okay. <laughs> well, that's that then. No conversation there. Right. So here, here's the this conversation are more than offset by those who wait, wait, the, the, the votes that you lose because of the wokeness conversation are more than offset by those who are enthused by this kind of dialogue. No, <laughs> it, and most of the people that are enthused. By- no, that's it. No conversation. I'm a white man. Sorry. No kind of dialogue live in boston or manhattan oh or, or, oh you mean uh, the new york values massachusetts liberals california liberals who does he sound like everyone does he sound like a democrat to you i think he needs to get his head out of uh, marley matlin's ass and maybe breathe some fresh air for a minute or better yet shut your mouth Stay off TV, shut your mouth, and stop whining about shit you don't understand, old man. How's that? Uh, okay? By the way, we're exactly. going to carry D.C. and New York and Massachusetts. We're not going to win Whoops. an election. What am I doing here? I fucked that up. <laughs> man, I, is this, this the is kind simple. of an issue? Is this... Is this the kind of an issue, James, that is impossible to poll because people are going to lie to a pollster, but when they go in there and they close that curtain, they're going to do what they want to do? I don't have to poll, all right? Po- After the 2020 congressional got- election, oh. there was a huge eruption in the Democratic caucus where people correctly pointed out that this whole defund the police stuff cost us congressional seats. I can look at... And thanks to James Carville, because instead of explaining what what we're talking about, but that's a that's too hard for James. It's so much easier to go woke, 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 and not even explain. It's it's completely lazy. You don't you don't have to ever follow up. And this is why we're dumb. We're dumb as fuck here. And nobody knows what, what the hell um, woke is because everybody has a different definition. But, it, but everybody knows it sucks, right? But it, there is no coincidence that it was something stolen from the community's 
with uh, darker pigment. This is what they did. They took it and they twisted it. And uh, it's time to take it back. It really is. But like everything that white people take from communities of darker pigment, they are clueless. They miss. They use it. Uh, well, it's malpractice. They don't know what they're doing. They are confused. They uh, they mess it. They mess it up. But what 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 is woke? We're just trying to be better. That's all. That's all, James. You stupid prick. That's all you have to say. Instead of going on corporate media where you, I'm sure you feel like you are relevant, like you were in the '90s. And you go on these corporate media, and they they make you feel um, like you got something that people want to pay you for. But you're not saying anything, James. And and you're hurting us. You're hurting not just the Democratic Party, you dumb Skeletor. You're hurting the goddamn country. And I say goddamn country because, goddamn it, If God blessed America, please give me some proof. Voting results in in the Rio Grande Valley. I can look at the voting results in Miami-Dade. I can relate conversations that I have. How about you look at those results and explain them to us? Look at this. Look at that. I'm, I'm so over this. Everybody does that. All these corporate media mouthpieces, Trump does it, the Republicans do it, of course, and, of course, the corporate Dems do it. Look at this. Look at that. And they're talking. What are you talking about? I say, look at, look at you, James. Look at you. Look. Does that mean anything? No. But James can take out of it whatever... He, he, wherever, I mean, we're all going to weed uh, or filter these conversations through our filters. So it's another Rorschach test for the American people. Look at this, look at that. And well, okay. And it assumes that the American people know what the fuck he's talking about. Look at it as if they looked at it. Oh, yes, we all looked at it and we saw We saw what you saw, James. Well, why don't you break it down, James, instead of saying, look at this, look at that. I don't have to see a poll. I don't have to ask. All I can do is look. But you should look and look at it and look. And I'm telling you, look. Look at over here. Trump does the same thing. Look at this, look at that, like nobody's ever seen. Look, look, look. If you look at what happened in Virginia, it's disgraceful. What? What What fucking happened? What? Look at what happened. Okay, show it. Look it. Give it to me. I'll put it in front of my freaking eyes. I want to see. Look at this. Look at that. People every day. People don't want to live like this, scared to, to well, address an issue because it, it might come out the wrong way. Well, who? Nobody feels that way except that stupid judge asking for Asian food. But you, of course, are making it into an issue with your selfishness, because you're a selfish little self-serving. I mean, what, what are you doing? It's like um, Grassley. 
Grassley's almost 90 years old, and he's decided, I need Trump's endorsement because I don't know what the future holds. Guess what, honey? I know what the future holds. It holds for you what it holds for the goddamn every single person that ever lived. And statistically speaking, it's... It's um, holding it for you in the nearer future, I guess. Than some of us. Who knows? Though, of course. Don't say that to the universe, because the universe will laugh. And no one is using their language except for, you know, some of our people on television. If you go to, and if you need wokeness, just go listen to NPR. Yeah, I, I leave it out on my truck radio, so I'll never fall asleep. What the fuck? What? What? Makes absolutely no sense, except he's, what is he doing? He's, well, he's doing what he's done his entire career. He's trying to prevent the, the absolutely vital things that we need to happen in this country for it to actually succeed. That's what he's doing. He's standing in the way. Uh, but it's not is it giving po is it possible is it possible that the, the the votes that you lose because of the wokeness conversation are more than offset by those who are enthused by this kind of dialogue no okay the people have lost their jobs oh right here oh, he goes oh, here we go want to go about their lives they want to enjoy it they want to people, enjoy their friends oh he's telling us he's done so much work on this so much excessive study on what people want. I don't know what the hell he thinks. He's a people? Now he's telling us what people want. It means, exactly, Winston Smith on the chat. This was just word salad. Exactly. And sometimes we do this, we'll break down these corporate media segments because it makes no sense. But this is what's going out onto the, on the airwaves. And who's benefiting from this but the power structure? And that's right, John on the Facebook chat, talking about uh, Tiffany Cross. She won't be on for long. I hope not. I, ho I mean, I hope she is. I hope you're wrong, John. I hope they hope she continues to have her show, and I hope it grows. But it's the truth, though. On, on because that show, you're she's actually responding and not letting um not letting shit like this through i mean that, that's what i saw we'll see I'll, I'll continue to watch but i was pretty pretty pleased frankly so like this thing she would i would love oh my god wouldn't it be great for tiffany cross to go um and uh interview james carville on this wow that would be amazing you don't want to be nervous about how you address them or talk to them, anything? But who, who is nervous? So he's saying that the big problem is that people are nervous to talk and address each other because you might address each other wrong. No, who the fuck? No, James, if you're, you're old, my friend, 
so you would think that you might have more experience with uh, addressing people, uh, small talk, yeah, at the corporate uh, wine party or wine tasting or whatever the hell you do. Um, you, uh, what? I mean, you can hear. I can't. I don't even know what. what I can't even talk. What the? F- who? 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 Who is? is afraid they're going to address somebody the wrong way if that happens you know what you say you say oh excuse me see that's it oh i i I apologize i could tell you a story i mean i I, you know i try to be um i try to be sensitive this was a funny thing not funny 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 weird and ironic there was a person that came to work one day this was a couple of years ago and uh, I was doing a job freelance and I uh, anyway whatever I thought they were trans <laughs> I don't know I, th- I don't know what the- frankly I'm still not sure what what went wrong <laughs> with me because I thought it was being um, sensitive and nice and I I misgendered this person and um, by accident, of course, and I felt like a, a big asshole. I felt stupid, and I felt, and I honestly was sad. I felt hurt for her. I felt like I had hurt her, you know, and inadvertently. And then I felt like I, uh, you know, I'm trying to be uh, as sensitive, and there I go again. And I've, I've put my foot in my mouth, and I hurt somebody. And um, all I could do was apologize and try to do better so the person i hope that they were okay i'm getting a little because i felt bad that i might have hurt her you know that i didn't want to do that anyway um that's what you do james you just say i'm sorry that was i was i made a mistake and you move on i mean you don't have to write New York Times articles about it, Brett Stevens, and you don't have to go on CNN, James Carville, to complain that you might say, um, you might call somebody the wrong thing, you might address them the wrong way. Is it, is that the fucking problem? Or is it the, 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 uh, hierarchy, the oppression, the disparity, the richest country on earth? with the widest income gap and uh, um, a history of racism that is yet to be addressed, even remotely. So, God damn it. But it o- it's always about what white men, right? What powerful white men might have to make a concession. They might have to feel a little bit uncomfortable and maybe think about the fucking world without them as the center of the universe you know i know it's it's alien for james my god but that i mean really is that the that's the big problem with the democratic party that's why the democrats lost because you do what well, white men don't know what to call people is that it no, honey. They lost because of you. You. You, James. Confusing people. 
and giving them every excuse in the book not to try to be better. This is Terry Devlin. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk, and we're in this together. This is a community show. We stick together. We win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Devlin. And I'll see you real soon. Now I'm going to punch. All right, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Now it's time to get unconscious. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's my favorite place. Next to the Tara Buster Studio. <laughs> and I want to thank you all for hanging out again. I don't know what I'd do without you. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. And thank you, Jill, for your super chat. And thanks again, Jim, for your nice little sweary tip jar super chat and remember like i said we will win all right i gotta go because i must get unconscious if you're on any other channel remember to like subscribe tell your friends about the show um what else everything else Mark, we'll have to get you on the show. We keep saying it. Let's talk later. Okay. In the meantime, we remember we will win. And I see John. Thank you, John, for hanging out on Facebook. <clears throat> if you um, want to join us on YouTube, there's a bunch of people next show, maybe, because now we're wrapping up. But uh, at YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster, and that's basically the uh, the chat room that most people are in and that I'll that I read most often when we're on the air so all right guys thank you so much like I said it's very tough to say good night and but it's not goodbye at least right it's only see ya where is my okay it's not goodbye it's only see you soon oh <laughs> that's not the fucking that's the wrong thing i was trying to be slick okay see you soon